Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. What if I told you everything you know about the world is wrong? Dear Lord, what if I told you that all the things I believe to be impossible are in fact very much possible? Ah, reality is not what you think it is. It is so much more complicated, fascinating, and above all, Lord is terrifying. We're at the fringes of the map. And there's more than just dragons. In your name I pray. Amen. The way I see it, our only option, our only viable option, is to try to get out the window. We can either make our way to the roof from there, toward the back of the train, and hope to roll away to safety, or we could just jump straight out the window. But staying on this train is certain death at this point. Miguel, you use the trains a lot more often than us. How possible is it for us to survive if we were to just go out the window? Um, jumping off the train um, is probably not going to lead to anything good. Uh, we're still in the Republic of Texas. The t- treaty uh, t- tr- treaties allow us to travel through on this rail. But no one is allowed off. Um, you would be, uh, I, 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 I guess, arrested if you survived. Arrested, that's good. I, I, I'm quite good at arrested, actually. Better than dead. Um, yeah. And you know, what we could do is if we do get arrested, we can let them know about what's happening here so they can keep an eye out on the train. Wait, don't these trains usually have an emergency brake or something? Miguel, still kind of like in a fight-or-flight situation, thinks slowly and says, uh, uh, the, 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 the rear, there's one in the caboose. Okay, okay. An emergency stop. What, what in this car is thick enough that we could use as a shield, but light enough for us to move? Well, you have a little look around. Anything in this room is probably part of the room. So, like, the chairs, bedding, stuff like that. There any big suitcases, anything like that? No, this was an unoccupied room. Oh, the mattress would probably be the best thing. Dick in a hat. If we were to army crawl to the back of the train, would we be out of view of the window? Yeah. Okay. And out loud, I go, well, also in the back of the train, if memory serves, is uh, Katie John Baptiste and also the convict who was the marshal. Right. Which I'm assuming Clinton. one of them will probably be dead by the time we get back there, but that still is another person we would need to go through. My money's on Baptiste. 
if one of the two is standing. I am for your roof idea, where we can go across to the back. And I don't think anyone will be looking for us up there. The question of whether or not I can make it up there, that's until... We're also rather injured and holding on to a train as it's going at a top speed. It sounds not great. Well, um, Miguel pipes up. Uh, uh, the, 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 the Australian woman, Jeannie Richardson. She, she has climbing equipment in her, in her room and in her luggage in the rear. Uh, she brought stuff to climb on the train, I know. How far is her room? Her room is one carriage forwards. That's perfect. We can make it one carriage forward. If we keep low. Miguel, you were looking for absolution, weren't you? Miguel nods slowly. Be a stout fellow and go first. He shakes his head. He is not moving from his position. Mm. Edwards, I think I think we would need to handle this ourselves. I'll go first. You stay behind me. Daniel. Yes. It was very nice meeting you. It has been a time. I agree. Thank you for tr- trusting me with, well, things. All right, let's go. All right, you're going to move forwards? Yeah, yeah I'm going to keep low, mm-hmm. move forward. The most terrifying moments are the ones where you need to open one of the doors. That is probably the highest that you need to go because the handle, you need to reach up for it. Oh. Anytime you're doing that, you're trying to keep yourself, you're trying to make sure that the highest part of you is just the part grabbing the handle. Wait, wait, wait. Is, yes? is my hat still in the car? I know it got shot off my head before. <laughs> yes, it, your hat is still in the car, yeah. Can, can we do the uh, hat on the stick <laughs> thing? Oh, I see what you're <laughs> saying. Yeah, just, I'm going to put it out try that, quite sure. low. Just to make sure that uh, it doesn't get shot. Yeah, if you want to put a hat on a stick and then place it so that it can be yeah, can I, be I shot. put it at the end of my walking stick and, and poke it out mm-hmm. the door at about the height that we're going to come out. Yeah, if you do that, you hear a... Well, oh, sorry, at the height that you're going to come out? Because you're going to be coming out, I assume, crawling, Yeah, basically. Yeah, we're going to come out low. Well, if you put it at about crawling height, nothing happens. It's not in view of the window. Before you go too far, I put up my hand and go... I'm realizing I have a shotgun with one shell in it. I would like to uh, borrow some of the late John Crown's equipment. If you're crawling down on the ground, you can make it to Crown's room without any issue. You get into the room. Uh, You can search around for any pistol you could name. I am normally better with rifles. So Mm -hmm. I will take... Um, just a, a general pistol, doesn't matter, and then one that could potentially be used like as a marksman pistol. Uh, you know what? I'll allow that. I'll allow you can find like a a pistol with like a a, a marksman scope on it. It's a strange looking mechanical pistol. It's probably a single shot pistol. So it might be for, like, performance shooting or clay pigeon shooting. Not really an actual combat weapon, but, like, a gun is a gun, so it'll work. So, like, a maybe a pistolier? Yeah, sure. Perhaps. Okay. Uh, and then I grab the ammunition for it. You can get an extra 11 shots. And I'll allow you to use your rifle specialty for this one. Other than being one-handed, it works basically identical. Or the, the way that you would use it is basically identical to a rifle. Cool. And then what was the uh, the regular 
pistol or revolver or something I could get? We'll say just a generic 44. It doesn't matter. If you're not worried about it, it doesn't matter. So just like generic heavy pistol. And how much ammunition for that? Five in the chamber plus another seven. Okay, cool. I guess while while Mason's in there, I'm going to reload my Derringer. Okay, yeah. You take uh, a minute to do that. I pass the shotgun to Sing. And I say, and one of the guns from the other room, whatever it may be. And I go, just for your protection as well. Sing nods. He's going to prop himself up on this seat. You can see that he means to stay here. He like trains his shotgun on the door and knocking on the wall behind him, he makes four knocks. So we'll knock four times if it's us before coming back in. Thumbs up. All right, let's go. All right. All right, arm and crawl back down the hallway. You crawl towards Jeannie Richardson's room. You get to Jeannie's room. The body isn't there, but you can see the blood-stained seat where, where she died. Uh, in addition to that, you see her luggage case closed. All right. Let's get that open. I guard the door. Inside, you find climbing equipment. Ice picks, crampons, that sort of stuff. Yeah, Maybe even... Pitons, a grapnel, if there is one. That would be great. There would be a rope and grappling hook, yeah. yeah. She has a, a crossbow with a grappling hook attachment to it. Oh, well, this is rather dramatic, isn't it? <laughs> I just start taking anything related to climbing out and hand, like moving, you know, taking it out and putting it over near Mason. I guess we could actually just go out the window here. We could actually just room. go out the window here. That's an excellent idea. Yeah, um, go up to the top from here. Listen, you're, uh, aside from being less wounded than I am, I think just generally a bit fitter. Do you want to see what you can do about getting one of these ropes up there? Yeah, I'll try my best. How's your leg? It's shot. Yeah, yeah. This is comparative, but I'm doing, I think, in a better way than you. So I will definitely be going first here. You lean out the window and you're going to get the grappling hook on top of the train. Is that the plan? Yes, I think so. As soon as you lean out, you're immediately like, holy fucking mother of god the air resistance sticking your head out the train is intense i'm guessing in the 1860s this is the first time you have ever experienced traveling at high speed like this outside of a train car so this is the first time you've ever been buffeted by winds this bad the rain droplets as they strike you they strike you so fast now that it actually kind of hurts it stings a little bit to be outside of the train actually w- with the air resistance yeah i come back in and i go maybe we should use the ice picks any type of rope or throw in seems like a bad idea it is very windy outside i bow to your superior experience superior is a word Uh, All right, I take the ice picks, and then I lean out, and I slam them into the train to try and go up. You see that they work exceptionally well. The sides of the train car are weak enough that if you give it enough force, you can easily puncture it, but strong enough that when you pull on it, it supports your weight completely. You haven't climbed out yet, but are you, you would like to begin to do so? Uh, yes. And before I, before I do so, I'm going to look back into the room and we're going to put out, all right, a thought, feel free to kick it around. I'm just trying to strategize as much as possible here. 
if I were to go along the top and you were to work your way on the ground and then we were to take on the sniper from two different directions, that could be beneficial. I'm sorry, what? Or, no, okay. Or uh, th- this is, you know, throwing ideas out here. So if you, this is a bad idea, you let me know and we will not do it. Mm-hmm. Or we both go along the top. We try to get to the front as much as possible. Uh, we are going to the front. Yeah, that is what we decided. We're going no, to we're going to the back for the emergency break. Going to the caboose. Sorry, I've been confused. Yes. All right, going back there. But we're experiencing two, maybe one bit of interference. So, all right, let's just go through the top, loop around the caboose, and maybe stop it, and then hunker down back there and try to guard the break. Wait, I wonder... How well do you think we could convince that Frenchman that the, probably not, right? We we're not going to be able to convince You just got shot him. by him. I, yes, I know. But uh, probably wouldn't be able to convince him that the train is, in fact, going to go off a cliff unless he stops it, right? Well, that is an interesting point that you bring up. It's a lot easier, I think, to convince him than a criminal who posed as a marshal and that psychopath who <laughs> killed the one in the poncho. Well, I mean, like, he, he wants to get somewhere, and dying would definitely get in the way of that. Correct. He, of course, has no reason to believe us. Yeah. What if it was just me talking to him? Uh, have you two established a, a rapport? You about the way I'll talk to him, you know, in French, so it's a little bit more comfortable for him. No, ter- no way of miscommunication. And if it goes poorly for me, well, then you know what you have to do. I mean, I suppose that's better than... Wait, is... Baptiste was in the luggage car, right? Not the, uh... Not the caboose? Uh, she was in the back. But those lead to the caboose, so she could go there now. But if we just... If we were to quietly go right over her into the caboose... Boos, I mean, maybe? Just maybe. avoid all the crazy people entirely? I can't believe I'm saying this. Maybe you should consult your lucky coin. It's got us this far. Tails? The back? Yeah, I mean, this kind of writes itself. Head, front of the train. Tails, back of the train. Fuck that, I'm gonna see if... I can get any answers from the other side before I go there permanently. That is a good idea. I get back into the train car and slide up the window or close it or whatever I need to do. All right. Who of the people who've died do you think would be most disposed to help us at this point? Uh, Maybe Maynard? The sheriff, the marshal. That seems the best. Or... uh, the agent, Agent Watson. He seemed to have a pretty good handle on, well, no, did he know all these people or not? I'm trying to figure out what, if we could get someone else's opinion on who, who we should chance it with. Well, the the marshal didn't really know anybody except for the criminal. Right. Um, but Agent Watson, he's an agent, and he's from Blackwatch. We've been using his equipment. He knew what this thing was. And he was somewhat friendly towards us, so of people. Jeannie was also rather kind to me, strangely. 
Oh, damn it. Um, you were right. I sort of like the theatricality of it. We'll let fate decide. All right. All right. The Frenchman it is. I just want to be on record as saying that I hate this, and I hate this coin. <laughs> so are you climbing on the outside of the train or going through the inside? I was about to mention that as well. We could crawl a little forward and try to communicate a bit loudly to him while taking cover to try and make our case. All right. Hang hang, hang on just a moment. I, I think we should do that, of course, but uh, there's a very good chance that this isn't going to work, you know, and, and I just I would like to write a couple of things down. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If we can take a moment. I know time is short, but surely you can spare me a minute. I feel like this hour is going to go by very quickly. But I, th I think we have... We have time. I'm just going to pull a, a, a little a, a sheet of paper out of my little pocketbook and uh, mm -hmm. jot a couple of things down and fold them up into the little velveteen drawstring bag that my coin is in and then yeah. tuck that away in my breast pocket. As you're doing that, you begin to see light creep through the window. It's morning. All right. Ready when you are. As the morning comes through, uh, I look out the window and to myself just mutter, uh, in the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait expectantly. And my request is that we don't die. So that we, we can live on and just live how you'd like us to be. Amen. Yeah, listen, put in a good word for me, would you? <laughs> well, since I'm on a kick here, no greater love has no one than this, that someone laid down his life for his friends. 
and we have protected each other and God recognizes where that love exists. So I have your back and I, I trust that you have mine. I, I put a, a hand on his shoulder. All right. Onward into the breach. Onward we go. And I get down to the ground and start crawling with my, uh, with the 44 in hand. You crawl forwards from passenger car to passenger car to passenger car. Eventually, you come to the first dining car, the drinks one. You open to get into that. And when you, it's the first time you've been in this car for a little while. As you crawl into this one, you spot the crumpled figure of Enrique in one of the corners. You can see he has been shot to shit. You're not sure who did it. It was not the sniper, because it was not a single shot, but someone just opened up on him, bullet after bullet after bullet. Next to him is one of the porters. You don't recognize which one, though. He is similarly gunned down. It looks like someone just came through and killed them in cold blood. I sigh and shake my head. Considering the extravagance of ammunition expended, this would, uh, I'm assuming, be Clanton's work. Either that or Crown. Not that it matters at this point, but yeah. No. No, it doesn't. All right. As you keep making your way forwards, you get into the restaurant car. And in the restaurant car, you can hear faint crying, sobbing. Oh, wait, shit. While we were in the drinks car. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to find a, if I can find a metal serving tray. Oh, yeah. I would like to just tuck that into my waistcoat. I see you doing that, and I go, well, that's a wonderful idea. Do you have two of those? I'm sure we can find another. All right, you both tuck. <laughs> you can write down uh, serving <laughs> tray armor on both of your character sheets. Its effectiveness will be debated. <laughs> As you move into the restaurant car, you can hear a faint sobbing sound. Crown, Singh, French soldier, Marshall, fake Marshall, Katie. The only people I go through all the list of people, left. and I go, they're... Yeah. Who would that be? You, myself, Singh, Miguel, Clanton, Baptiste, and the Frenchman. Member of the crew, maybe? Could be. Yeah. Could be a porter. All right. <clears throat> Just keep, keep your guard up anyway. And uh, when we open the door, I, I speak out a little bit and go, hey, anyone in there okay? The crying kind of like dies down a little bit. There's some s- sniffling sobs still, but in between them, someone calls out, yeah. So it sounds a like man. <clears throat> All right, keep quiet. Uh I'm I'm Reverend Daniel Mason. Uh I'm here with my friend uh Mr. Edwards. Uh we're trying to make it to the front of the car to to help things. Are you one of the serving staff on board? Yes. From the kitchen area, you see a little stick poking out with a white flag. The white flag has a bit of blood on it. Oh. Uh, what, what's your name? Alejandro. All right, Alejandro. I'm you... just, I'm just a porter. Please. Well, we're going to try our best to, to help alleviate things. You keep yourself hidden. All right. We, as a heads up, we could hear you a little bit with the sniffling from the other room. And if we can hear it, other people can as well. So you keep safe. All right. Alejandro, can you, can you move? Are you injured? Yes. Yes, you're injured. Or yes, you can move. I can move. All right. You know Miguel? Yes. Yeah. Get down low and crawl back to, I tell him which car. Okay. Miguel's there with Dr. Okay. Singh. 
Is there someone out there? Um, possibly. Uh, just keep your head down. Stay crouched. Uh, you realize that the kitchen area at the front of this car doesn't have a, a clear line of sight. The sniper must have been... Actually, you know what? One of the tables you can see has been dragged into a position. Instead of at the side, it's in the middle of the room. There's a, a sheet lying next to it. The sheet is not like a tablecloth. It looks like some sort... It, it's like a black sheet with a mottled pattern on it. You don't know the purpose of this sheet, but you can tell like rudimentary basic nighttime camouflage when you see it. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. No, you saw the French sniper carrying this sheet earlier when you saw him at the switching station. This is his sheet. It's lying crumpled on the ground. He's He obviously isn't here right now, but you can see the table has lined up next to it a row of bullets. And now this person who's sobbing in there, not a hint of a French accent, right? Like this isn't someone <laughs> fucking with us. None that you can tell. But yeah, the sniper must have used this position because to go any further, you would have lost sight of straight down the train. So we both noticed that, right? Yeah, you both noticed it about now. Uh, I'm going to point to that, look to Mason and go, you know, like to, to, to indicate for him to see it. And I'm going to like very clearly say, well, listen, Alejandro. And I'm going to say this a little louder. Like, <clears throat> everyone on this train is in a lot of danger because it is heading for a bridge within the next half hour that is not going to be there when we reach it. We've all been betrayed by a deal gone bad. So if you want to stay alive and anyone else who can hear me wants to stay alive, we need to stop the train. Okay? Alejandro? Okay. Yes. <laughs> no, okay. You're not secret. Oh, fuck it. You're not secretly the uh, the Frenchman, are you? Uh, Alejandro sticks his head out. You see, sure enough, it's one of the porters. Oh, God. Okay. No. Yeah, good. Great. Great. Go. Crawl on back. Crawl on back with the others. They know the plan already. He starts crawling towards you, still holding the little sign. You can see that he, one of his arms is in a sling, and there's a self-made sling as well, made one-handed by someone with no medical experience. He winces every time he moves. The sling is quite obviously not really doing much. Uh, and you can see that his white uniform is stained red. I give him a little chuck as he passes, and I go, stout fellow. He crawls past you. As he does so, he says, he, he has Olivia and Amelia at the front. Olivier and Amelia are the two names. Olivia and Amelia. Olivia and Amelia. Thank you. Uh, They're the train engineer and the train fireman. They they know how to... He's forcing them to drive the train. All right. Well, hopefully we can convince him that driving the train would lead to his death, so they stop doing that. Um, He nods slowly. Remember, go back, keep your head down, and a train car that my friend here told you about, Dr. Singh is there, have him look at your arm all right he nods still sniffling shit <laughs> uh, i right. know how we can get him i know how we can get him to listen to us how i have i think enough composure to to call beyond the veil one more time if i can find someone that he would trust i mean it's it's ammunition we can use that isn't in a gun i could invoke that at the very least if nothing else <laughs> 
All right. I'll save that for when we get closer to the engine. You move into the front part of the restaurant car. The kitchen area is in a complete disarray. Pots and pans are everywhere. You actually might want to stand up at this point because there's a lot of just knives and other cooking utensils scattered on the floor. It's kind yeah, of- I bet you'd like it if we stood up right now, wouldn't you? <laughs> no, there's actually no window to the front. To the ne- uh, There's no window in the next door. So you actually feel pretty confident, at least here, for being stood up. I'm going to take the bullets that he laid out and put them mm-hmm. in my pocket. You pick up the bullets, pocket them. In this restaurant area, there's also a section for the staff to sleep in. There's a few beds here. You could tell that they quite obviously hotbed it. So there's not enough beds for all of the staff to sleep at once, but the entire staff isn't sleeping at once. So there's enough for half of the staff to sleep. And then in addition, there's a tiny little, like basically a toilet-sized office for Miguel to use with a fold-up desk and a fold-down bed. Damn, this hurts. In Miguel's room as well, there's a little safe, which you can see is slightly ajar. Um, Daniel, as I, I, yes. I start walking over to the safe and looking through it, have you been shot before now? Uh, once, uh, around, you know, cleanup during one of the war moments, and I took a stray bullet by someone who was still alive. I had no idea it would hurt this much. Oh, it hurts a lot. Uh, what I just got here is hurts, but it's you know not where I got hit before. Uh, and I pull down my collar a little bit and show like a a clean uh, exit wound uh, that would have went above my collarbone, like towards my shoulder. Like, that one hurt a lot. Bloody hell! I, you know, I, I I often suspected that I would die trying to get out of some kind of trouble. I really did. Like that seemed very likely to me, but. Can't say I would have pinned this. Uh, well, is there anything in this safe, Adam? Inside the safe, you find a few loose bills. Just tuck away anything I can find. Yeah. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Listen, if we get out of here, getting out of Texas isn't going to be easy. And having a little bit of money is going to make it a little less difficult. And then I have to get back to Chicago. All right. Well, actually, I'm, I'm on with the first part because that actually makes sense if we're going to get in the middle of the desert sure and right. i understand but, not wanting to get to chicago we are trying to get miguel out of here too and this money will go back to him yeah all right we'll we'll talk about that later <clears throat> listen if that's all right all right then it'll go back to him let's just yeah. move on so the way uh the way the door forward is positioned there is no room to stand to the side because there's the crew quarters on one side and Miguel's little office on the other, kind of like creating a very narrow corridor for a little while as well. A lot of the crew quarters and stuff like that have kind of just been squeezed. Every inch of available space is being used up. And because of that, for someone to open the door, there's just nowhere to hide. You will be exposed when you open this door. What is the door made out of? Metal? Would? Uh, I would say metal, yeah. Metal. Okay. You stay here. Keep your back to the wall over here. I'm going to go crack the door open and speak to them with the metal in between us and try my best. Wait, are they on the other side of this door? Are we there now? 
Yeah, the next... So this is the final door before you will actually step outside after no, this. There's... There'll be a coal car and then the train itself. Sorry, my it's a little bit hard for me to keep track of where we are right now. Getting terribly woozy. Well, keep yourself down. I'm going to shout out, and hopefully he can hear me and make his way over. If he doesn't hear me, then I guess we have a little bit more travel, but I'm going to try to keep distance and a metal door between us. All right, listen, don't don't get shot. I will try my best. Don't try. Don't get shot. If I... What's a word I should use that would tell you to come around from cover and shoot? I mean, shoot is good. Oh, you mean like a secret one? Yes. <laughs> uh, un- unforeseen. I like it. All right. I can use that. Okay. And I make my way up to the door. Mm-hmm. I'm going to crack it open and keep behind it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to yell out in French, if you're there, I would like to talk because we are in danger and I feel you are a reasonable person. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.